We are the one, two, three, sore losers! What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I run the show. Why? Because I know the most about sports, so I give you the sports facts, sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. What's up, you guys? I am Ray. I'm so close to running this show. I just need to touch up a little bit of how I talk about sports, maybe how I transition into topics, but I am very, very close to being the number one host of this show. So for now, I will be a co-host. Eddie? What's up? I'm Eddie, and I have no interest in running this dumb show. I just show up and talk about the one thing I don't know anything about. That's sports. Listen to these guys act like they know everything, and sometimes I make good points. <laughs> mm. Sometimes I do. That was a good point. Thank you. Yeah, and we'd like to start off the show with a game, so we're going to play a little game of Would You Rather. Would Can't you- wait. Should we do a one, two, three? Would you rather? Because we don't have imaging. Yeah, we don't have imaging. And management said that we need to segment our show. So boom, we have the intro. Boom, we have would you rather. So but, your idea is to go one, two, three. Would, would you, you rather? rather? No, okay. no. Now let's play. Now let's play. Would you rather? You start. I'll, I'll be the music bed. Okay. Would you rather get an ice cream cone or get a snow cone? Let me, stop it. Yeah, stop. It's kind of annoying. You know what song that is? No. RBI nope. Baseball, Nintendo. Anyways, um, the snow cone thing, in some cities, the snow cones suck. In Austin, Texas, they put some ice cream in the snow cones, and they charge about $8 for them. And really? Amazing. You've never been to yes, it? Yes, it's cream. Yeah. It's wonderful. So that I will definitely say as my front runner. So I go snow cone. Guys, I am Mexican-American. It's in my heritage to make snow cones. We call them raspas. And you talk about Austin, Texas. Guys, putting cream in your snow cone is a Mexican thing. We put pickle juice in our snow cones. We add it with a little bit of cherry or strawberry. We call it a piccadilly. We'll even chop up pickles and put it in there. And then we'll put some chili powder on top. Snow cone all the way. Living in Middle Tennessee sucks when it comes to snow cones. Because they don't have good ones, right? No. They honestly, they don't. I don't know if they have a store where they do the cream inside the cone. I've seen two snow cone trucks in this and i follow them both on instagram well, so i can follow me. where they are they're those trucks that just go to different events but, you, but you, God, i mean they're just way behind dude guys you're right in texas ray they know how to snow cone this is an easy answer it's ice cream what i ice love cre- a good ice cream sandwich rocky road is my favorite <laughs> well cookies and cream is actually my favorite ice cream it's a good one followed by mint chocolate chip oh that's a great one yeah but the problem with the the snow cones, unless you get the perfect, like the shaved ice, if you get just normal chunks of ice, I mean, I don't really enjoy eating oh, ice. Oh, you're right. Carnival snow cones, no good. That's what I mean. You gotta like, go you to the to get, truck that shaves the ice. Yes, it has to be one of those perfect snow cones, and they're all right. But ice cream, you can't really screw up an ice cream cone. So everywhere you go, you can get good ice cream. Your favorite ice cream cone from a fast food place? Oh. Uh, probably Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen, because they do a little thing on the top. Yeah, they do the chocolate. Like you dip, the and they cho- dip it in chocolate. Oh, it's so good. All right. Well, yeah, that's it. Dun, 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 that's what. Dun, 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 thank dun, you. That was another dun, dun, round dun, 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 dun. of Would You Rather. And I think we need to come out and apologize. Let's start off the show Who's in a good we? one. You have a mouse Eddie in your and I need to apologize oh, to Ray. Sh- okay. Uh, because we were making fun of you, saying. Oh, the Braves turn off their lights when there's, you know, the Braves do turn off their lights during the game in between batters to create an atmosphere. They have new LED technology. Sergio on Twitter reached out and said they turn on and off the lights in seconds and they do it in between batters, not during that bat. Who's Sergio? Ted freaking Turner. How does he know? The lights were the cell phones, not bracelets. I was like, okay, what does Sergio know? Right? Like does Sergio really know anything. So I looked up a whole article about Turner, the new field opening, and all the. Yeah, I keep saying Turner. Turner's old. I don't even think it exists. So it's talking about all the technology, and they said with old stadium lights, you had to take time for them to come on. With these LED lights, there is a lot we can do as it relates to player introductions and certain plays in the game. When the Braves hit a home run, the lights can sparkle, the lights can chase. We're programming all that to make it more exciting, to build excitement in the stadium when there's big moments in the game. Yeah, guys, this isn't Field of Dreams. This is 2018, dude. If you build it, he will come. (laughs) So, 
That is really cool to know because I did not know that. And we were making fun of Ray yesterday saying, okay, yeah, they turn off the lights during the game, you idiot. It's, yeah, it's I told cool. you, sore losers. It's cool to know, but it's also cool to have that technology. Yes. Like, that'll change the game of baseball. That is so fun. Now, I, if you're the opposing team like, and they turn off the lights when the next batter's coming up and you're standing in the outfield, you're like, okay, what the crap that's is That's annoying, this? but that's home field advantage. You know, you, you got to go into Atlanta every time being like, oh, great, we're going to go to that place where they turn the lights off. Dude, that's a cool stadium now. I, I love that stadium. And now I, I'm going to go to Titan Stadium and be like, wow, another wheelbarrow. <laughs> I wonder who's going to win the football tossing contest. Or, cool. or they have this motorized thing that throws these people a punt, and it's the easiest thing ever. And they're like, who's going to catch the punt first? I mean, anybody can catch that punt if you've played at least football for two seconds in your life. I hate to say catching a punt is it's a lot easy. harder than you realize. It actually does kind of float a little bit. On yeah, some and the way, the, the, depending on how they kick it, the rotation of the football, it, it's all different. It's it's a lot harder than it looks. Because those kick returners, you think, come on, guys, you catch the ball all the time. But it's different than catching a pass because it's end over end instead of no, spiral. Punts, punts never go end over end. Those are kickoffs. Punts always have a spiral. They either go upwards like that or downwards. Punts never go over a, oh, like woo 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 over the top. Those are kickoffs. Those are hard to catch. Kickoffs are hard as hell. So you're telling me a punt never goes end over end. I mean, unless the punter tries to just go straight and do that. But so most of the time, no, he spirals it. Not all. No. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's always my I mean, buddy's dude, a punter. Well, I don't know why you're arguing with me. A kickoff always gets that rotation over under because they try to down it inside the five if it was just a straight spiral it would always bounce in the end zone you have to have some no i'm saying either spirals upwards like the point toward it pointed up or pointed down it's never going it's never flipping oh he's gonna get on youtube i know and then he's gonna be quiet for 10 minutes while he researches this just so he can be right and I'm then he's gonna you. find a punter at northwestern state that kicks a punt over over end over end over i mean can a punter do that technically yeah but that's never their tactic because if you watch the Seattle kicker, uh, the one out kicker of YouTube. Kicker punter? Punter. He okay. is amazing. Like, he downs, I mean, he does all sorts of stuff with the ball. And I guarantee you, he does it end over end. Okay, cool. You win. No, next. I just. What's the next I, topic? No, no. No, we got we to gotta move on with these. We can't no, keep arguing about I don't. Stuff. I want to know why, how you know this. Have you ever, like, why do you think that's true? I, just, I, I don't know. I played football. You played football in high school. High school. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm talking professional and kickers. And then I watch balls on Sundays. Yeah. <laughs> Coach, I'm shocked that you're blown away by Why this. Why are you like, arguing like this? Punters always kick a spiral. It's a spiral. <laughs> you hold it like this. Let me show you. Here's a football right here. Keep talking. Okay, here we go. Eddie's going to punt this now and see if it's a spiral look, or over over. You hold it like Lunchbox. Look at me. Look at me. Yep, here we look, go. Hey, look at me. Okay. Hey, the experiment see, oh, is... Oh, actually, there are actually several different styles punting Absolutely. can be used. Strategically, there's the standard punt where the punter tries to kick a spiral. He can go for distance or for height, aiming for a maximum height to give your teammates the most right. time to run down the field That's and tackle the punt. That's probably 95% of wait, the wait. punts. And what did I say? End over end, which is use backspin to try to pin them deep in their own zone. Thank you. That's Absolutely. what I'm saying. No, Absolutely. Does you that just happen? Said, no, you just said they only kick spirals. That's what I'm saying. You can't say they only do something. They do the backspin to pin them when they want it to land on the five-yard line. Guess what we just came up with when you're watching the game on Sunday? Is it end over end? Is it a spiral? This is actually going to make a kickoff and a punt fun. Yes. yes. So you while can play a game. Instead of going to the bathroom when they're punting, now ah, watch ah. the punt. And then tweet us. And then tweet us and let, let us know who's show right. And say who's right. Let's do this. On Sunday, let's count the amount of spirals ah, the punter ah. kicks and then the amount of, what do you call it, end over, over? End over end. End over easy. And then see what happens. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, the, now we made punting interesting. Oh, yeah. And if there's any end-over-end punts, drink a beer. Because yes. guess what? There's not going to be any. They're all They'll spirals. There'll probably be two, they so might as well said, do shots. Did you just, I'm just saying they're rare. It's th usually going to be because it goes so much farther yes. when it's a spiral. No, yes. but sometimes guys, when they're at the 50-yard line and they punt, they don't want it to go far. Right. That's when they do the end-over-end. I end understand that, but they still like do the a Cowboys spiral. Like when the Cowboys didn't go for it on fourth and one last week. They were doing end over end because they're trying to pin them deep. They're not kicking a spiral because they're not trying to kick it to the end zone. There are definitely techniques. I'm not arguing that. You're right. And sometimes they do end over end. I'm just saying 95% of the punts are spirals. No, at first you said they were all spirals. I mean, so that's yeah. what I'm saying. Okay, we started this conversation, this argument, whatever, with it's hard to catch a punt. I, look, it's hard to catch a kickoff because the end over end is hard to catch, period. End over end is hard. When you're catching a spiral punt, it's a little easier. That's all I'm saying. 
How did the sore losers start their show today? I didn't get a chance to listen. Oh, they're talking they about, about punning, punning and kicking styles? and how the ball's either end over end or it's a spiral. I'm not sure if they were talking about eggs over easy or end over end. Something about spirals. That couldn't have been what they were talking about. The sore losers podcast? So what was Lunchbox's argument? Oh, he was saying that it was end over end. Eddie was saying spiral. Really? I've never seen a punt in my life. Huh. I'll watch this Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the conversation. That's what we do on the Sore Losers podcast. We get people talking about stuff. Yes. Boys, and, and I'll be checking that live on Sunday at the Titans game. I want, oh, I want to, are you going to go? Going? Yeah, dude, I have tickets. Wow. I have tickets every Sunday, but usually I have to freaking work. Oh. It's a 3 o'clock game, so hopefully Whoa, it works. we're 3 o'clock? Yeah, Baltimore, Titans, what does that mean? Titans are a little bit better this year, boys. That means there's a little bit more interest nationally if they're playing at 3 o'clock yep. instead of noon. Hey, they rarely get that 3 o'clock slot. Rarely. 3 yeah. o'clock slot's great. Yep. Uh, and let's talk about the college you know, corruption in college basketball, the trial still going on. We talked about it a little bit last week about this one recruit. His dad's talking about how all these schools tried to pay him. Roy Williams, the head coach of North Carolina, comes out and says, I am dumbfounded that there's corruption in college basketball. Great act. Come on. Roy Williams, like, you are fooling fooling nobody. Like, you are the same university, the University of North Carolina, that had fake classes for your athletes so they can pass. They did? They got Coach, in trouble. That was a widely known story. That's crazy. They, these academic advisors would say, go take this class. It's not even a real <laughs> class. And they would just give them A's so they would stay academically eligible. And Roy Williams claims he didn't know about that those classes, and now he is dumbfounded. He's been in college basketball for 30, 40 years, and he doesn't know that there's corruption in college basketball. I cannot believe. No, we have not tried to bribe anybody. That would never. I cannot believe it. And so, he said people are like, don't and he goes don't tell me how to feel so is this like drugs you know where like if you try to fight drug dealers and drugs come in like of course people are going to break the law because the demand for drugs is there is this kind of like the way it is in college like college sports like should we just allow them to pay to cheat to do all this stuff and be uh, be competitive whatever because they're just always going to do this right i mean aren't they always going to cheat a little bit and aren't they always going to pay their players I think they all do. They all, right. every sport, I think there's corruption. Wherever there's money, there's probably some type of yeah. corruption. And that's, yes. why I bring, that's why I bring the drug analogy. And yeah. college sports is a multi-billion dollar industry. And so everybody's trying to get a leg up, trying to get this person. They're, they're, they're fighting for their livelihood. These coaches want to keep jobs. They want to get better jobs. So they're, if they got to cut a corner, they're going to cut a corner. Yeah. Do I think we should just let it go? No, because then they're professional athletes. If you're paying them, if you're letting them be bribed, oh, here, here's $100,000, go here. Then the little schools that don't have enough money, they can't get any of these players. But I... It just seems like we're, they're going to keep doing this for as long as there's competitive sports in college. Right. As long as there's competitive sports, I think there's <laughs> they're, they're shadiness going on. Yeah. I, I, I think you have to try to stop it, but... We all know it goes on. And it's funny so that he's... Roy Williams yeah. being a head coach of North Carolina saying, I am dumbfounded. I mean, you are fooling nobody, Roy Williams. Coach, what have we learned that all these coaches do? They're they all lie. politicians. They just get up in these press conferences and just say whatever is the politically correct thing to say. Urban Meyer, he didn't even know what he was talking about five of his oh, six press goodness. conferences. And now Roy Williams? I had no idea. What I'm was, what, dumbfounded. What's the story? Corruption in college Where? basketball? Who? No. Get out. Corruption. I thought we were going to talk about our point guard. Excuse me, I haven't been briefed. What is it? <laughs> I mean, get out of here. Oh, so, yeah. And then last night, the Red Sox. Uh, they move on. They beat the Yankees. I told you yesterday the Red Sox were going to win. And, boy, it got interesting in the ninth, though. They got the bases loaded. Crowd's going crazy. The crowd is going nuts. In, on SportsCenter, <gasps> usually I'm <gasps> watching the <gasps> players and I'm watching the score. This time I was watching the crowd because there's just people losing their minds in New York because that would have meant they have a chance to continue on in the playoffs. Instead, they're done. And no New York team survived, and New York sports is hurting right now. Oh, real gosh. Bad. That's a good yeah. statement. I mean, yeah. <laughs> they, they are hurting all the real way bad. Around. Football. All the way around. I, I was mean, trying to think of all. I'm like the Islanders. The Islanders oh, aren't too. So I well. mean, the, Islanders. the Rangers have a decent team. Yeah, I, I think, think they're decent. But are they, are they? Do they really? I have no idea about. Like, but <laughs> the I Rangers mean, sound better early. than the Islanders. It's Why? Because it says Rangers. And well, I think I've seen the Rangers name exist longer for like playoff scenarios and stuff like that. <laughs> mm. I haven't seen Islanders talk much. And In then years. The Jets, Giants suck always. And then now Yankees, Matt, there you go. I mean, yeah. the Yankees won over 100 games. And the Knicks, they haven't the done Knicks anything. Suck. The Knicks are terrible. But, yeah. I mean, it 
their pitching let them down again. Coach, like they, and will you stop saying they won over 100 games? Who cares if they won out, out over 100 games? When these, dude, say the Seattle Mariners, 1990, whatever, they Ken Griffin won Jr. the is? most ever games in the history of baseball, and I think they got out in the first round. So, I mean, the number of games no. you win during the season doesn't mean anything. When you get to the playoffs, you got three games to prove it or you're good, goodbye. And so I, for some, some teams, you got one game to prove it or your season's over. No, I understand series. that. Usually the, like, the team that wins the most in the regular season doesn't win the World Series. I don't think it's happened like once in the last yeah. eight years where the team with the most regular season wins wins the World Series. Yeah. It's it's hard, but I'm saying they it looks good because they've got all these big boppers but, but you got CC Sabathia. Boppers. You realize CC Sabathia was pitching in the same scenarios ten years ago, over ten years ago. I mean, the guy can't still be good doing this ten years later. Yeah, and pitching a, like that for ten years—that's nuts, dude. Crazy. It's because he's a lefty and he's crafty and he doesn't throw as hard. So if you're going to train your kids to pitch, give them sinkers, give them curveballs. Don't give them fastballs because that fastball is what leads to the Tommy John, what leads to the out of baseball. Is anybody sad to see the Yankees out? Like I love seeing it's, the big dogs. I, lo- I love the Yankees. I wish, but I love the Red Sox. So I remember, I root for the stadiums. I love Fenway Park. <laughs> oh, I want to. Sta- okay. I want to see four Not more the games. Teams. I want to see four more games at Fenway Park, which is what I'm going to get. I would have loved it. To have but been. you're not gonna you're not necessarily gonna get four more games at Fenway. I think it'll be a seven game series, so it'll be four. Yeah. Okay. See, and I and they're going on to play the Astros, and Alex Bregman, the third baseman for the Red Sox or the Astros, comes out and he's offended. Oh, this is how you treat the defending world champions. We play all our games at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Why aren't we on at 7 p.m. when everybody's watching? I like the noon games. Well, you do because you, you have, have a, a different schedule than all of America, I dude. do love it. But, like, but, you know, when I didn't, when I worked like normal 9 to 5, I had a little TV at my desk, and it was great. That time was great. You had a TV on, and you'd work, and you'd look over, and you'd hear people like, yeah! And they'd be like, oh, someone's watching the game over there. It's cool. Betting the game. It's like it's like uh, World Cup. I mean, that was fun. You know, people work during those times, but people got to turn it on the break room where they'll meet up for a second and watch it. But yeah, well, the problem is— It breaks is, up the day a little bit. His, his complaining is he doesn't understand that they don't care that you're the defending world champions. Right. They care about how many eyeballs are going to be on the TV. And the Yankees, Red Sox— are two of the biggest baseball markets. They're going to get the most eyeballs nationally, and so they're going to get a good number. So that's why you're on at 1 o'clock. It has nothing to do with how good of a team you are. It's about how many people are going to watch. But he's a rookie, right? No. He's on his rookie contract. He's been in the, you know, he was there last year when they won the World Series. But that's what I'm saying. Like, he's all butthurt. Oh, man, put me on TV. Look, dude, you keep winning, you'll be in primetime. But until then, Yankees, Red Sox, that's where it's at. It's all about that. Yeah. Yeah, and there's going to be no eyeballs on. What is it? Dodgers and who? Dodgers, Brewers. Oh, that's going to be a, there's gonna no be an ugly. There are eyeballs because they Los play Angeles. so late. Los Angeles. That's the only Those West Coast teams what always get eyeballs. The Los Angeles people, are they watching TV or are they at the beach? What? Are they on uh, Rodeo, Rodeo Boulevard? Stop it. I'm Next. just telling you, Los Angeles people don't watch the baseball games. No, Coach, I'm talking about the rest of the world. They stay up late to watch California because this, that's the only thing on okay. at 11. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? That that Dodgers series is gonna be ugly. I I want Brewers to come out of that one. Screw the yeah. Dodgers. The, yeah, well, screw the Dodgers. I mean, why? Again, again, I love these teams that come out of nowhere. The Brewers came out of nowhere, and they're so good. Brewers stadium will be rocking. It's exciting yeah. to watch. Yeah. Do they turn the lights off, the lights off over there? No. The only stadium I believe that can do the lights turning off is the Braves. Dude, that's gonna start something. People have to start doing that now. Dude, of course. Well, yeah, when you get a new stadium, you're going to get technology, yeah. and everybody's going to want to do this cool technology yeah. like, where you can make the ooh, stadium more fun. They turn the lights off, and then the bass lines are all neon, and the bases light up. How cool would that be? It's like every year. <laughs> hey, this is nighttime ball. Dude, every year it gets better. You're like, oh, that stadium was awesome. They had waterfalls go off when the guy hit a home run. Oh, yeah, the Miami ones. <laughs> well, and at Coors Field, they shoot well, off they the have, they have, uh, yeah, Or the pool in the outfield. <laughs> no, at the new SunTrust, they have cannons in the outfield that shoot two and a half gallons of water, like four of them, whenever That's they hit a home so run. Cool. There you go. And then now it's going to be like, hey, they turned the lights off at the stadium and did fireworks. Yeah. What? After a base hit? Yeah. So, uh, oh, yeah, in the new stadium over here, like they have Tigers. Every time there's a hotel, a ti- ah! uh, home run, Tigers come out on the field. It's crazy. For the Detroit Tigers? Yeah, whenever they got a home run. Real Tigers. Yeah, they'd let him out in a cage. But and then it he chases goes, everyone in the outfield. Ah! Like, the one ballpark I don't get is in Arizona, how they have the swimming pool over the right field fence. I don't. How do people not get hit by baseball? They have. I've, I remember, like, I remember you're just seeing in the balls pool, hanging in the pool. out. No one gets hit, but I've seen balls fall in the pool. Right. They're, I would love people that are in the pool. I'd love them to interview them and ask them the score of the game. Because they, they're not watching. They're, 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 you know what they're watching? 
chicks next to them checking out her mountains. They don't know the score of the game. Oh, in, in Arizona, checking oh, out the mountains? Oh, dude, yeah. They'll do the camera comeback, you know, for the game. They'll be like, oh, beautiful stadium here in Arizona. It's some dude, like, grabbing his check. It's <laughs> <He's> like <laughs> double fists and beers, checking out It's some like, chick. there's no way that guy's watching the <laughs> That's game. That's true. It's no true. No way. Well, it's like the cowboy. It's like the Cowboys deck where you're talking about the general admission deck. No one's watching the game there. This is yeah, a party. they're just there to party. Yeah. Oh, dude, a couple cowboy Rita's in, and you got the girls dancing on the poles. I yeah. look over at my buddy. I'm like, what did I? Is it the second quarter already? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. uh, <laughs> Eddie, you have kids that are in youth sports, right? I do. There's a, a youth football game in Illinois. A, a fight breaks out between the parents. Oh my god! And the two coaches pull guns on each other. What? Where was this? In Rockford, Illinois, two youth football coaches are facing felony charges after police say a fight broke out between the coaches and parents following a game, and the coach displayed a gun and pointed at the other oh. coach. Dude, if Rockford isn't next to Chicago, it's probably within 10 miles, because that sounds like a Chicago story. So my my kids have done flag football, basketball, baseball, and soccer, and... I think the most intense I've seen parents is basketball. I don't know why. Like, the parents are just so involved, screaming at their kids. Okay, so they're screaming at their kids. Do they cross the line and scream at other people's kids? Or do you hear them? No. No, no one ever really. The ooh. That's what I'm saying. If you cross that line, you're a weird person. But, but what I did see one time, and this was baseball, so this all knocks my point down. But uh, in baseball, the and on the other team, the the coach was yelling at one of the kids about something and the mom just goes no 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 you're not doing this tonight you're not talking to my kid like this and the coach was like whoa hands up in the air like whoa 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 like get back in your seats what are you doing like no she grabs the kid and they leave for the and, coach yelling at him or yeah, trying to teach him the, something no, the coach was saying so, like yelling at him about something he messed up on or something it wasn't bad yell it was just a coach talking to the player you know like, hey, you, come on, man. You got to be better than that. You got to focus. But the mom was so sensitive about it. She pulled the kid and yelled at the coach, and then they went home. And, dude, all of us parents were just like, what just happened? Do you ever uh, yell at your kid? Like, in a good or bad way. Do you ever yell? So, I get disappointed. Like, I don't yell. Like, Okay, do you ever like, yell? Do you, are you he, ever like, great job? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, okay. of course. All right, do you ever yell something negative at your kid? Like, get your head in the game. I'll, I'll say, Focus. Focus. Hey, Junior, focus! Oh, yeah, you'll yell that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everyone's yelling. See, I'm not a parent yet, but I'm. I always like think in my head. My my dad was for sure a yeller, dude. My entire youth, all he did was yell at sports. Yell, yell, yell. So I'm like, am I going to be a yeller, or am I just going to be that coach or dad that just chills? You don't chill. Here's the thing, because when you have these kids in sports, and on lunchbox, you'll talk about your experience when you're a kid. But when you have kids in sports, there's a lot of practice you do at home. Like you try to get them better, not just at their practice, but I'll take my son to the basketball court and we'll practice stuff. And there's certain things that we focused on and he's not doing it in the game i'm like dude we've spent the whole week working on this let's go so you, you know how to do it you so, are a yeller you're yeah. a yeller so, so that is so embarrassing <laughs> that's so embarrassing if my dude if i went to one of your kids games and you were yelling at him dude i would definitely be laughing to myself like is he serious right now i Coach, do it all it's, the yelling it's, it's, my dad did man i don't know if any of it was ever any good dude it's just annoying does it as a kid my dad wasn't a yeller and and here's my thing. He I, wasn't. He seems like he'd be. No, no, nah, he's pretty chill. Okay, he, he was the coach. But if he wasn't the coach, he just sat in the stands. See, that's what. Like, that's exactly what I want to do. He's not going to yell. He How yell. old were you? I mean, he coached me in soccer on my whole life until I was whatever until we quit high school, and then you play on the high school team. But that was, and he stopped coaching me. Uh, he coached baseball. Until I was like eight, and then he went and coached my sister in softball because they didn't have enough uh, people coaches. So he was like, "I'll go coach the girls," and then he coached the girls until she went to high school. And he would, I guess, yell at them, but he wasn't really a yeller. And if he was watching my games, he wouldn't yell. Like when I was on the field in soccer in high school, he wasn't up there yelling. There was one kid's dad in high school. He would stand at the top of the bleachers, and for the whole ninety-minute game, he would scream and yell at his son and at. And just like, and I'm like, I would tell my dad, dad, shut up. Like, what are you doing? It does no good. To, like, all it does is when your kid is out there going, you go into a shell, I feel like, like, oh my God, that's my dad. That's so embarrassing. Oh my goodness. That's so embarrassing. Like, let the, if you want to yell, be the coach. If you want to, you know, if not, just be in the stands. You can say, hey, good job. All right. Yeah, junior. But to yell at them and berate them from the stands, I feel like it's just such a bad look. Like it's so embarrassing. No, I agree with Dang, you. I, that's Eddie. Well, no, that's no, no, Eddie, no, no, no. I don't do that with my ten-year-old because that's he's older. 
Like, but the little one, yeah, I feel like I'm constantly we're working on stuff, so I gotta feel like we're. Con- he, he's five years old. He's five, you, you know and what, their T-ball, attention spans. But that's are like, what I'm saying, T-ball. That's what they do. No, I know. So you gotta tell them like, hey, hey, focus. Stop playing with the dirt. Focus. You know, that's all you say. You, like stuff See, like at that. five years old, it's funny. You just watch it and you kind of laugh. Like, ah, oh, look at him. He's out there playing in the dirt. Like, ah. Oh, no, nah, th- this league that they're in is so competitive. Like, it's so weird. Like, five-year-olds being competitive is so weird that, like, they they want to win. And out of the 12 or 13 uh, members of the team, there's, like, four or five of them that just want to win. Like, they're just, like, they're pissed when they don't win. And so with the rest, they're kind of like, we don't care. Like, we don't whatever. And so I feel like those five are just like, come on, guys, let's go. We can be better. And I like that because these are kids at young ages trying to be competitive. And so I feel like, hey, you're letting your teammates down. And it's a lesson for my five-year-old. You got to – I know you don't care. But you're these, a yeller, dude. But these other five kids care. Like, dude, pay that attention. that is awkward. Do you're you, a yeller. Do you ever see parents almost get into it with each other? No. No, 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 not no, yet. No, opposing. I haven't teams. seen that yet, dude. That's what I'm saying. Across that line, and two guys had guns. Like those are some messed up in the head people. I would never even. But first off, this is some like we're not saying they yelled at each Podunk other. Hold on, town. What is happening? You got guns and they're pulling them out. Like yes, but I, we my my soccer team one time we almost got my parents the the parents almost got in a fight with the other team because we had a couple of black kids on our team and they refused to shake their hands. The coach didn't. Dang. And I mean, it was about to go down. Like they threw their chairs down and they were racism dang. in Austin, Texas. Dude, I've yes. never seen something get that Me? close it was, with parents. It I've, was. I've seen umpires warn parents, warn kids. Da, da, da. I've never seen parents and this get close and that. That's nuts. Yes, they. I mean, they started going midfield. Like our assistant coach was black. His name was Henry, and he was in the other coach's face. Like, what the heck is your problem? Blah Jeez. blah blah. And everybody's coming out. It was heated. And my brother, when I, he was, he used to ump high school baseball. And he was in San Antonio when we lived in San Antonio. I was in college and he lived with me after he graduated college. And I went to one of his games and a fight broke out between the parents. I mean, baseball bats were involved. I mean, he had to be escorted out of there by cops because it just went chaos. There's a video that you showed me like a a month ago or whatever with a fight at a little league. Yes. And And, I don't understand parents that get that serious about it. It makes me so upset to watch that stuff because you hear the dudes are obviously drunk or something fighting about something. And there's like 10 dads fighting each other. And all the moms are like, guys, stop it. There are kids watching you. And that's the thing. You guys are role models. Like when you have kids, Ray, you don't have kids. But when you have kids and lunch, you'll know soon enough. Everything you do, they watch you and they mimic you. Thank like, you, Coach. Everything that you do, like I'll sit and put. So my... you're saying these kids are gonna think, okay, when we get in a fight, we should pull out a gun. That's what then... we do. I mean, that's what my dad did. That's what I do. If I'm sitting on the couch watching the game, I have my pant, my hand in my pants, just sitting there, and one on the beer. My son will go grab a drink and sit right next to me and put his hand in his underwear. I'd be like, okay, I, I probably I shouldn't do that. Like, so you, you sit there on the couch. So this is what I learned from this, is that when you're watching the game, you put your hand in your underwear? I'm always in my underwear for the most part. If I'm at home, I'm in my underwear. That I'll is grab so a drink, weird. I'll grab a drink and I'll just put you, my You hand. have kids and you just walk around in your underwear? Yeah. It's my house. What I'll do is I'll sit on the floor. We have couches, but I'll sit on the floor and watch football, and then I'll make a little tower with my beer cans. And once it gets three levels, then I know it's probably time to start drinking. <laughs> so I'll do the base is four. The next level is three, two, one. And so then what am I at? I'm at seven, nine. I'm at ten, so yeah. I'm like, that's enough. Yeah. Once you get to the tower is ten, then it's time to throw the tower away and get ready for work. You don't recycle? You can't recycle? I mean, come on. Throw dude. it away in the recycler. Okay, just making sure. You said throw it away. I want to make sure you're taking care of this earth. And if you don't keep the tower, you won't know how many well, the, drinks you're the in? The tower keeps me track of how many I've had, and it's also like, a you know, hashtag goals. that I want to get the tower goal for right. watching football. So do you leave beers in the fridge? Oh, yeah. Once you meet the pyramid, you're done. Oh, Even yeah. Even if there's five more cold ones oh, left. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't do more in the pyramid, dude, or I'm going to start getting real sloppy. <laughs> then I don't remember the games. What do you do during the games, lunch? Uh, you don't really drink during the games, right? Uh, it depends. I mean, if I have people over, yeah, if I go to a bar. But if I'm sitting by myself, not really. I mean, I'm hanging out with the wife and the kid. I don't have time. I don't need to be drinking. You're fully dressed. You're not in your under, underwear. Yeah, no, I, I have my shirt off. Yeah, like, dude, he, has in, a, he has his shoes on. He has a polo on. Yeah. No, but <laughs> khakis. I, I have my. I just sit in shorts, but I don't walk around in underwear. <laughs> I I, no, it, I don't wear tidy whities though. So, I but have, like, still, if I have kids that are grown like you, I'm not walking around in my underwear. It's just a little weird. <laughs> that weird for who? Me or yeah, for them? For the, they but, don't care. Do you see? Do you do? Do they see you naked? No. Okay. 
Well, that's what I'm saying. But underwear is like me wearing shorts. I mean, there are dudes in Europe right now going at the beach in their little tight in their little uh, speedos, like worse than what I'm wearing. Okay. I'm just in the house, dude. Sometimes and sometimes, like if I need to take the trash out, I'll go out of the front yard. My underwear. I'll go out and dump the trash in my boxers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. In an apartment complex. <laughs> it's, it's no big deal. Lunch no, in no, college. No. In college, people would be like, "Oh, you're the dude that sits in your underwear playing guitar in your in your balcony." I'm like, "Yeah, it's me." Well, yeah, okay. I understand when you're in college. <laughs> I, I get it. But I'm saying when you have kids, like when you have kids, yes. Don't you? Do, what, what do your boxers? Do they have a button in the front, or are they just an open? No, no, no they're boxer briefs. No, they're they're like they're hugging your junk, dude. Yeah, like so they out. can see the shape of your junk like that. Dude, that's kind of awkward. Thank you. Once you said you are in boxer briefs like in front this. of your kids, hey, that's awkward. Hey, we've no, learned that Eddie's a yeller at his kids' sporting events, and he's chilling at home what? in his boxers. Check no, boxer briefs that, hey. where the, they're hugging his that, junk. That's not hugging my junk. Dude, listen, Yes, boxer briefs hug your dude, junk. your kids are getting old enough now where they're having forming memories. Dude, they're going to remember this for the rest of their lives. Oh, yeah, dad always was in his boxers watching the games, drinking. He that's would cool. yell at us at the sporting events, too. Oh, dude, I can't wait till my boys start dating, and they bring their girlfriends out, and they like... What up? Grab yourself a beer in the fridge. No, you won't, and you won't be in your boxer briefs when they come to the door. <laughs> Please tell me that. Nah, I won't. You're okay. Right. Uh, speaking of fighting, so Kepka and Johnson, Brooks Kepka and Dustin Johnson. Are they Johnson, fighting? Supposedly they got in a fight at the after party of the Ryder Cup. Kepka would kick his ass. And then Johnson's Ke- taller. No, and then Kepka's like a freaking what two hundred pound ball of meat. Then Kepka came out and said nothing happened. There was no dust up. Jim Furyk, the captain, is now saying, confirmed, there was heated exchange between Brooks Kepka and Dustin Johnson, and there was an altercation. Hey, can you imagine Furyk getting in the middle of that crap? He's all skinny. So, yes, I, I think, I'm like, Dustin Johnson, do not mess with Brooks Kepka. He would knock you out. Johnson is a... a beautiful species of, like, a man. Like, he is built perfect like an athlete. But... Kepka's a freaking beast. Kepka would kick his ass in two seconds. I think Kepka would. I think Kepka, if if there was a Royal Rumble of the PGA Tour, he'd kick everyone's ass. Yeah, like just try to name because Tiger first. Ricky Tiger Fowler, would be the first to go down with his bad back. Yeah, no, Ricky Fowler. Ah. He's so small. He R- might, Ricky would be the one that would kind of get down a fetal position and he crawl would just, out of it. He would hug on someone's leg. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, this is a great game. Keep yeah. Going, so who who great. else do you have that could actually compete with Brooks Kepka? I'm trying to think, and I don't think there's many golfers like Roy McIlroy is too no, short, little. But yeah. he but he is ripped. He's so he probably hang for a few rounds. Uh, I I, I would say uh, Patrick Reed would be the first one to go down. Like they would just punch him in the gut, and he'd cry like a baby, and he'd be done. Okay. Uh, who's the, who's the beef? Beef McGirt. No, 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 no. Beef. You know what I'm talking about? He's no, got but a big, nobody knows him, though. He's got a big beard. He's like Scottish yeah. or something. Beef would probably dominate. He'd be the last, like part of the last top five remaining. Mick- Mickelson? He won last too long. Mickelson. Mickelson. Dude. He's 90 years Kidding old, me? dude. He's he, in the retirement. Mickelson home. won't even be in the fight. But he would fight another older guy. He would, he would fight. <laughs> what about Jordan Spieth? How would he do? Oh, my gosh. He'd get knocked nah, out. No, no. He's not Ooh, a fighter. I got one. Jason Day. He's a big dude. Is he? Yeah, but Kepka's is bigger, he a big man. guy? What are, what what's what is he? I'm just I'm just I don't see him as a big guy, coach. I don't know I don't know why I don't think that. Yeah, I think he's kind of a big dude. Bubba Watson, I'd like to see Bubba. Oh, Watson. Bubba Watson would get his ass kicked so quick, dude. Bubba Watson's skinny. I mean, I would kick Bubba Watson. Oh, ass. John Rom, save that. John Rom. <laughs> oh, John Rom. Nah, he's John a big Rom's baby. John Rom's not tough though. Big he doesn't have any muscles, dude. What do you mean? He has no muscles. He has a beer gut. Yeah, John Rom's fat. Okay. I mean, John Rom's not a, not a fighter. He you guys better that. hope that nobody famous ever listens to this. What do you mean? Because you badmouth the UFC. Yeah, you said every UFC fighter's dumb. And then now we're ripping on golfers. Oh, speaking of UFC, UFC 230 was announced in no- November oh, 2nd. Cormier. Cormier. Are yes. you doing it at your house? Versus? The big fat. Derek Lewis, the guy that said, my balls are hot. Did, did he break something? Is he injured? What's wrong with him? Like, Who? Yeah, Derek Lewis. No, he's he's fighting. He's the headliner for yeah, UFC 230 November 2nd. I saw there was there was like an uh, Instagram Live or something that I clicked on, and he was live on a radio show. And uh, he he was in the hospital. Like I guess he maybe broke something? A clavicle? Or? Well, not that I know of. I mean, oh. he's he's I mean, fighting. Coach, he's fighting in uh, three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> God, these guys are smart. Is he really fighting? Fighting That's that crazy, quickly? dude. Yeah. So why? Because he needs the money. What is that? 
Why does he do that? Oh, he broke his finger while warming up for UFC 229. So he just had a finger broken. Oh, before the fight, though. Yeah. That's what it, I, I Googled because I was like, I don't know. I didn't know he broke anything. But yeah, he says he broke his finger while warming up. Hey, coach. But he oh, still went out and fought. Chris Weidman's fighting in New York for 230. Yeah. That's going to be a good one. Hey, and Jason Day is six foot 195. Really? Yeah, that's not too big, but no. I mean, it's bigger than I thought he was. Yeah. So Kepka's just winning the fight. God, Kepka's just a beast, dude. Why, Ray? You want to come over the Cormier? Is Cormier? Why does this say November? So Cormier's odds haven't even been listed yet. Well, it, it was just announced yesterday, okay. so I figure it's pretty new. But I feel like Cormier's going to be the overwhelming favorite. He oh, ha- yeah. He's going to be the favorite. That other wa- guy's not even... That guy got lucky and did some punches at the end. He was going to lose that one, right? That's what he does, though. Okay. His not, he has knockout power. He's not very technically... And his cardio, I don't know how he's going to hang with Cormier, who can go and Cormier's go. Cormier's awesome. Cormier, it, I respect Cormier so much more now. I used to hate him because I was a Bones Jones guy. and I was. Like, I love Bones Jones. I was Jones. like, Cormier, shut up, shut up. And now that Bones Jones is just cheating and cheating and is cheating. Is Bones Jones ever coming he's back? He's coming back. Okay. He's come, his suspension's about to be over, and he's coming back. And he did come out and say, Cormier, you had to fight me and beat me to be one of the best ever. Yeah. I've already beat you. I don't have to beat you again. Yeah, woo! That's For people that Jones, don't watch baby. this crap, like explain Derek Lewis. Like, what's he like? Ah, uh, he's just a heavyweight. He's a big old dude. He's from Houston, Texas, and he throws bombs. He just throws punches and tries to knock you out. Like the people don't care about this detailed discussion right. about UFC. They want to know the dates. They want to know the bar they need to go to. And if it's a woman, she needs to be like, oh, okay, so Saturday night I'm going to be watching that with my man. So you guys got like three weeks Don't until the sexist. next big one. Yeah, November Don't 2nd. And guys, guys with their women. Both ways. Because there are women that fight in the UFC. Absolutely, absolutely. But we, so they have three okay, weeks this until is a this good big question. UFC. We Holly talked Holmes? about this the other night. Hot. Would you, like, like you're not married, whatever. Oh, okay. Would you we're be not married, to, we're not in relationships. Would you be able to date a woman fighter? Yes. There was a, a girl wrestler in our high school, and she kind of liked me, but I wouldn't date a fighter. Why? It, it weirded me out. It weirds me out. There's because no the, chance yeah, I'm dating. Girl, I'm, I, she, she, you're worried that she'd beat you up? No, it has nothing to do with her beating me up. I, it just... It just um, hey, and it's cool if a girl's a wrestler, but growing up, girls, I always viewed them, they were always dressing dresses. They always did girl stuff. And a wrestling type activity was always viewed in my eyes as something guys do, so it just weirded me out. It, Nowadays, I get it. Girls wrestle, guys... Girls fight, and here's the thing. That's it, totally fine, but it's Here's the problem I have to. with it. It's because when we're, you know getting into bed or whatever, sitting on the couch, and I'm trying to get her in the mood, and I start nibbling on her ear. I don't want to nibble on cauliflower. Like, I, I want to nibble on a nice ear. Do I, the girls have the cauliflower ears, too? Absolutely, dude. I haven't dude. seen them. And they what, got busted. What are you guys talking about? What is cauliflower? Have you Google, looked at these UFC fighters' Google ears? Google cauliflower ears. No. Just Google. It's the most disgusting thing ever. And so I don't want to be nibbling on that. Wow, when, cauliflower ear. That's the uh, second in, on the list. Yeah, go to images, and just tell me if you want to nibble on a girl's ear that looks like this. Oh, that's from getting hit all the time. Yes, and and wrestling oh! and it. Ru- yeah, I could not date a girl. That's disgusting. That's cauliflower ear. Yeah. So if your chick has that, you're gonna be nibbling on that ear. Well, one, I don't really nibble on it. You my don't nibble on the ear. dude. The nibbling on the ear is what gets them going. Bizarre. I don't think that that's the one thing that gets them going. No. But it helps. So Let you me tell skip you. the lips and cheek, and you go straight for the ear? Or if you're just sitting on the couch, <laughs> you just kind of, yeah, you kind of nibble, kiss them a little bit, start nibbling on the ear. The nibbling on the ear gets them all frisky. Nibble on the ear. Dude, you guys, that, have ne- you don't nibble on the look, ear at all? Lunch, look at that one. No. Ugh. Guys, trust me. Go home Do and you tr- act like you're going to tell them a secret, and then you go for the nibble? You can, or you can come up. Do you go, I love you. You come up from behind <laughs> if they're in the kitchen, and you just start nibbling on their ear, and it's like, woohoo. You make me excited. Like, I can't what believe. Do you, what do you tell them? You don't have to tell them anything. You just start nibbling on their ear, and they start woo. And you, and you have a beard, so is that kind of like tickle them? Like <laughs> that's got to be weird. That's got to be weird. Like your your little whiskers like tickling their ears. She's probably <laughs> like, get off of me. What are you doing? No, they like it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and people want to know. Uh, Dogs get cauliflower ear too. That's crazy. Didn't know that. Okay, put Ho- away Google. Yeah, hockey has started. Uh, so we want to cover hockey on this show. Yeah, yeah go the Preds. Predators got their ass kicked last night. <laughs> But I mean, no, no, that's it. That's the end of our hockey talk. No, we have. Let's go. Can I predators. say one more sentence? Yeah, the Predators need to get a different color besides that mustard yellow. 
all I'm driving downtown last night coming home from work and everybody's wearing mustard yellow and they're going into restaurants and it's just mustard yellow. It's not a good looking color. It's not a good color and I think the Preds just need to change everything. Yeah, what like, do you mean like, change everything? They need, what to, I'm change, say they need to change our, our name. Predator, really? Who wants to be a predator? Guys, yeah. that's not a good look right now. Predator is not a good word. We can't. Even, I know you're talking about saber tooth tiger. Predator is bad. Who wants to be a predator? No one. Number two. They need to um, make our team name something to do with music. Yeah, something. But like, then also like better the guitar cars. shredders. You're going to sell more merchandise. If right now, if you're in front management, upper management, anywhere at Predator's uh, um, homestead there, listen, you're going to sell way more merchandise. The women are going to be more prone to wear the stuff if it's not this ugly yellow color. My and girl called refu- a predator. She refuses to wear it. And and I mean I I would she's a huge Predators fan I've never seen her in a jersey because of the color I don't like the name Predator and I don't like all their little slogans they come with we smash in Nash like the Smashville thing and Predators guys stop like it's just <laughs> not a good look let's just change it all you know what I mean it's too much it's too sexual it's not a good thing like the color the name all of it we should start over. The reason I do like uh, hockey being back in uh, action. Do you, do you understand where they got the Predator name? No, nah, Coach, I'm not trying to take a history lesson on how the name came. I'm just telling you, right now in 2018, where we are today, Predator's not good. Smash is not good. All of it's not good. And like Ray said, the color's gross. And dude, I don't understand. Predators is a great mascot. That's a great. I mean, what do you want it to be? The Hawks? No, no, no. We said some musical. So they could yeah. be like the. The steel guitars. That is so lame. Love it. Right? No, that's terrible. The Nashville guitars. Or the Nashville co- the Nashville boots. And we're boots. You're not being serious. And we're, we're ass-kicking boots. Hey. You're being stupid. You know what I mean? And then no. the, the slogan would be like, we'll kick your ass with our boots. <laughs> no, you, you can't use that as a slogan because kids can't wear that. You okay. got to be able to, you have to have a something. And kids fa- are wearing smash like guys, all the guys I know use the word "smash" as in as we're a, gonna. They go use smash. it in other ways, and you're right. There are kids wearing the shirts that say "smash," smash. Smashville. If yeah. the kids wearing that at school, needs to change it. All the dudes what I know that say talking? "smash" you and they're not are... talking about the predators. They're talking about hooking Dude, up with even chicks. Even the people that make the shirts are not making it because that's our little nickname, "smash." They're making it because it's a dirty meaning. Right. That's why they make it. This is all dirty innuendos. Yes. The oh color's gross. All of it needs to change, guys. But anyways, uh, hockey stuff, man, they're filling up the Sports Center top 10. I'm like, okay, cool. Let's watch some top 10, maybe some cool YouTube videos, something. <laughs> it's just like seven of the 10 were hockey highlights. Yeah. And most of the time you can't see it unless they do it in slow motion. Yeah. And how many games do they play a year? 200? Uh, a lot. That's what I'm saying. I, I can't cover hockey. on. I mean, I just don't. We shouldn't yet. Right. You when the playoffs get here, we'll tell you who's gonna win the Stanley Cup. Can we do like every 10 games? We'll be like, all right, so now they're in the lead, and then we'll move on. I mean, we can if we want. Yeah, I feel like we shouldn't neglect hockey, but we shouldn't talk. I mean, too yeah, much we're three it. games in, and everybody's like, "Oh, you need to be talking more hockey." Like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's three games, dude. Out of like, I mean, we don't cover the third game of the season in baseball unless someone gets, a, you know, unless they the team folds. Right, but so people know though, we do like hockey. Like, we do I like love hockey. watching hockey. We do go to games. Me and lunch. Look at us. We were at the Preds playoff game. Yeah, game seven. Yeah. How much do you guys pay for those? I uh, got them for free. You did? Yeah. All the tickets I get are for free. Really? Yeah. My girlfriend's dad is very well connected in the city, and people just give them to us. A, a lot of these people that are well off, ah, they'd rather just watch it at home. They have season tickets, but they don't even go to most of the games. My my uh, my 10-year-old now, but when he was five, he played hockey at for the Nashville's little predecessor program or whatever, and they got to do a practice at Bridgestone Arena, and I got to kind of sit wherever I wanted. Dude, Those gla- I've never sat on the glass before. And there wasn't a game, it was just the kids practicing. But God, those tickets have to be so freaking so expensive. expensive. Oh, dude. Because the experience probably, is amazing. Yeah. In the playoffs, thousands and thousands of dollars. I mean, I'd be hitting that glass the whole I game. You can. But your hands probably have to get sore yeah, from hitting yeah, that glass. Yeah. Like, ow, oh, okay, yeah, okay. Because yeah, yeah. one time, I'm going to tell you, we went, I sat by the glass, minor league hockey, Austin Ice Bats, oh, yeah, yeah. when I was a kid. Was that at the convention center? Or the... It may have been at the convention center. It was out. Where, What's it uh, called? It was called the, uh, out in the hill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah far away from yeah, town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Off Decker Lane, yes. whatever the heck that's yes. called. So my buddies and I went, and it was me, Aaron, Forrest, and a couple other guys, and we sat right next to the uh, visitor's bench. And so the backup goalie was sitting right there on the corner, and he was trying to look through the glass like diagonal. So we're like, oh, screw this. We found paper, like a newspaper sitting there on the ground, and we put it up on the window so he had to lean out over the bench to see the corner of the ice. You know what I mean? <laughs> jerks. We're jerks, right? But you can do that, Hawk. Well, you can it's do it. it. You're, you're talking trash to him, and there's a little crack. 
between um, the window, the like the bench and the glass. And so my friend reached in and grabbed an inhaler, and we were spraying the inhaler into the bench. And this backup goalie is getting mad. Dude, you are dirty. I love getting it. Mad. I love it. And then later on in the game, a few beers in, we take the paper down, and we'd been talking trash this whole time. And my buddy Aaron bangs on the glass. He goes, hey, you. Yeah, you. I blanked your mother. Oh. Dude grabs a that. stick and tries to hit us over the glass. Did, Did he get anybody? He, he had enough. No, he had enough. We <laughs> jumped out of the way, and uh, the ushers came and take us out, and they said, listen, we're going to have to ask you to leave, uh, and if you come back and you do that again, we're going to take away your season tickets. And we're like, that's fine with us. We they just weren't sat, yours anyway. We, we just sat there. We didn't even know who was supposed to sit Dude, there. We that's just sat. crazy. It was the most fun I have ever had at a hockey game, and it was so cool. The hockey games are so much fun. Yeah. And I heard if you're on the glass, and when the guys hit the glass, if you punch the glass, they can feel it a little bit. Stop. I'm just telling you. If you always, punch it hard? Yeah, once the guys I'm get good. checked against the glass, if you give the glass a little punch, they'll feel it. That glass is so thick. I'm just telling you. It's something I've heard. Okay, uh, and we're about to wrap this up. Deion Sanders' son offered a scholarship to play football at? Florida State. Florida State University. Keep it in the family, baby. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. What's football, his name? basketball? His name, Shiloh. Shiloh Sanders? Yeah. Is he a, is he, is he a cornerback? Like, is he just like his I dad? I think is, he's a return guy. He's ranked the number 290 pros, 290th prospect in the class of 2019, and he is a cornerback at a Trinity Christian school in Cedar Hill, Texas. <laughs> That's great. That just makes dad proud. Like, as a dad, you just want your kid to just kind of do kind of what you did or be interested in the kind of things you are. This kid's cloning Deion Sanders, doing everything that Deion did. That's amazing. There were now, clips of him, too. He, when he got, he did some return for a touchdown, and he did his dad's dance. No, he did? Yes. The little, the little long This step happened thing? like a month ago, yeah. My question it's, is, it's great. if you're that kid, would you go to Florida State? I don't think you want to go to the same school as your dad and follow in his footsteps because that is a lot of pressure to be your dad. Go form your own identity. Yeah, go so, form it at Bama. But you know what this says, though? It, to me, this says that Dion was a great dad. I mean, he's a, he was a great dad that, I, I don't know, but I'm assuming because you, when your kid wants to be just like you, that means you are great to him. Like Bob Dylan's son, he wants nothing to do with Bob Dylan because Bob Dylan was a he was just a bad dad. He was never around. All these people that have like, I don't want to be like my dad. Screw it. I want to be someone else because they don't look up to their dad. This means that this kid obviously looked up to Dion, and Dion was probably great to him. I love that. Dion's a, a coach on his team. Well, he doesn't. He hadn't accepted the offer. He's just been offered. Like they said, okay, you have a scholarship if you want to come. Yeah, here. but the fact that Ray said he did his dance and everything in the end zone, like that's cool. You're right, Lunchbox. No one wants to really be their dad. Like. Yeah. It's a lot of pressure. They're not their dad. They want to be their own identity, have their own identity. And in this case, if he just keeps doing what his dad did, that's amazing. And we'd all love it as fans. That's so cool. What's he going to do after that? Falcons, Cowboys, be called primetime? Braves. Prime time? Braves. <laughs> yeah. He can be like, not primetime, but something <laughs> East Coast time. Primetime squared. I mean, primetime the second. I, I love it. Yeah. I love it. And as a fan, I think I'd be cool to see the I mean, next it would generation. Be cool. And maybe do he it. does want to go to Florida State because he wants to follow in his dad's footsteps. And that's awesome. But I just feel like that adds so much pressure it does. because everybody's expecting you to be as good as your dad. Sort of like, like Michael Jordan's kids. I feel bad for them. They never had a chance. The one kid kind of got a little close. I mean, he played at some small school. Yeah. And the, the, he was probably, for, for the average person, He's a heck of a basketball player, but to be Michael Jordan's kid, it's like, man, how come you're not better? Well, I guess Dion isn't at that Michael Jordan level. He is up there, but I mean, Ooh, he Jor played professionally in two, in two sports. sports. I know, that but is unreal. The Michael Jordan level is elite, elite, top of the. I mean, yeah, greatest top, of all time. Greatest of all time. You know yep. what I mean? So if you have someone like Dion who was great, and we all grew up loving Dion because he was such a, a role model, but I wouldn't put him at that Jordan level. No, oh, so maybe the pressure's not. not too much there, but I mean, yeah, dude, when we were growing up, Dion was the shh. I mean, dang, dude, dude, the Braves and the Falcons at the same time. As a kid, we all loved Dion. At yeah. recess, we all did the dance because of Dion. And yes. what's crazy is while Dion was doing the the two sports for the Braves and the Falcons, his outfield, the guy Brian Jordan played outfield with the Braves too, was also on the Atlanta Falcons. Both of them. He was. Yes, I didn't know that story. They both played two sports at one time. What did he play on the Falcons? I believe he played defensive back also. Really? 
Yeah, let me. Man, that dude got the shadow because, like, well, because he wasn't as good as Dion. But still, like, the only two people that I know did that. Well, well that was Michael Michael Jordan too. But he did he play baseball after basketball? He didn't play. He at played the same safety time. in the NFL for the Falcons. The only people, Bo Jackson and Dion Sanders, in my mind, are the two people that played two sports at the same time. Yeah. Right. This other guy, Jordan, what? Brian Jordan. Brian Jordan. He played, I never heard of him. He played safety for the Falcons, and he played for the St. Louis Cardinals, Atlanta Braves, Los Angeles Dodgers, and Texas Rangers. Damn. That, Sorry, dude. We didn't know about you. That I didn't is know so about cool. You. That would be like us doing radio, podcasting, and TV. Oh, yes. man. That'd be no, so no, tough. But it'd be like Lunchbox getting all the credit, and they would never even talk about us. We'd be Brian Jordan. We'd be Brian Jordan. That well, that, I am the Deion Sanders of this podcast. Let's be real. <laughs> huh? I'm Deion Sanders of this yeah, podcast. Yeah, you're right. You are. I'm the Michael Jordan. They'll be like, yeah, their podcast was put online and they did TV. Yeah, they were amazing. Really? But who were the two other guys? Brian Jordan? Yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, that's pretty cool. That is cool. Too okay. amazing. All right, we're going to wrap it up. Sore Loser Show on Twitter. And before we go, we need a lock. I, uh, I don't know if there's any games tonight you're unless no, you're going to bet hockey. I'm sorry about my lock last night. If you guys did lose money on the Arkansas State game, I said over 60. It was at about 40-something. It wasn't even close. I'm never that wrong. So if you did put money on it, send me a picture to Sore Loser Show of your bet, and I'll reimburse you through Venmo. I want to know what your bet was, if it was the same lock of mine, and I'll reimburse you. You're being serious? I'm being dead being, serious, but guess what? Jackass. Nobody bet it. Nobody bet it, jackass. So that's why I'm not worried about it. Oh, my gosh. Please, somebody. No, no, Ray, Ray, you can't say. No, no, no. I, I'm telling you, if you say this and people treat you're gonna you, have you, to do you it. are legally bound to you have reimburse to do them. It. I will reimburse them. Okay. All right. Send those pictures, guys. Sore Losers Show on Twitter. Sore, I repeat, Sore Losers Show on Twitter. Please send us those pictures. I want to see exactly. Ray pay you the money. I don't feel bad about it because I know nobody bet it. Oh my god, this is amazing. I've uh, never seen anything like this in my wow, life. Wow, wow. Okay, and before we go, I uh, hit up a uh, former long snapper in the NFL, Matt Overton. He played for the Colts and the Jaguars. And oh yeah, he, he knows about punts. Yeah, and he yeah. said, yeah, you're absolutely right. Most of the time when they're about the 50, they do the end over end, so they it's called the pooch area, so they try to pin them deep. And he goes, yeah, they, they do end over end on kickoffs. Eddie's saying they only do spirals on kickoff. Absolutely incorrect. No, punts. Wait, what? Oh my gosh! You, you're mixing my words up. I no. said on kickoffs they go end over end. But he said they, that he said. <laughs> but look, dude, dude he said no, kickoffs oh my God. aren't Lunchbox. In, so nobody, you wrong. nobody is catching those short punts. They're letting them roll. No one's catching no. them. The whole point of our argument was it's hard to catch a ball. That's but your argument was they no, no, it was. If you go back and listen to the tape, you said they don't do end over end on punts. You said that. That was your exact quote. You I'll said, bet you a thousand dollars because okay, there's no it, tape. To, there's no tape to listen to. Bet it. <laughs> It's all digital. I win. You said go back, listen to the tape. Uh, let's bet $1,000. Papa, there's no tape anymore. Got him. The ones no. that go the farthest that we said the catching-wise are the ones that are spirals. Correct. The end-over-ends don't go as far, and you usually and no never one's catch trying to those. catch them. Exactly. What? You're lucky you brought your point back no, around. No, Coach, that was the point I know, of our I know, argument. It was the point of our argument. That's why I think it's fine. But yes. this guy can't be wrong about anything. No, you can't spit out information that's not correct and not back it up. You said they don't ever do end-over-end on, on punts. You said that, and they do it on kickoffs because and, and to make it when it's a good return man, they do it so it's harder to catch. All That's right. what he said. He goes, I need to come visit the podcast so I can put these false statements to rest. And again, I'm so, I was wondering why you were quiet for 10 minutes. You were texting he was Matt texting, Overton. He was doing the, Google. the only time he's quiet is when we're trying to prove his point. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We love you. Sore Loser Show, please put those pictures up. I want to see those betting slips. Send them to Raymundo so he can pay you. Guys, and also if you're in the panhandle of Florida, watch out. Category 4 or Category 5. But you're—I mean, you do the weather for the Bobby Bones show, yeah. so like you know about this stuff, huh? Dude, that's—it's maybe one of the worst hurricanes to ever hit Florida, Dang, and it hasn't been talked about because it built in like two days. It moved right up through the Gulf so fast, and it's about—I mean, when you listen to this, it probably will have already hit. But we're talking category four or five, dude. That is yeah. massive destruction. And be safe out there if you can get out. Get out. I mean, I know oh, that's coach, hard for no, people. No, it's to, too late. Really? If they right haven't now? got out, you have to stay there. They, already, they sent out some tweet. They said if you haven't got out already, then you waited too long. All right. Well, you guys be safe. That's crazy. Man, man. football's back tomorrow. Woo. Yeah. Get ready. Hey, Thursday? Sore Losers Show. At Sore Losers Show on Twitter. Send us those pictures of your betting tickets for the Arkansas State game. There won't be any. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Eh.